Welcome to the Simple 30 Pod, your first steps towards better health. My name is Dave Taylor. Thanks for joining me. Our quote of the day comes from American author and publisher Albert Hubbard. He said this, There is only one way to avoid criticism. Do nothing, say nothing, and be nothing. Many of us struggle not to be people pleasers, and we like to play it safe so we don't upset anything or anyone. But if that's how you live your entire life, you'll likely experience deep regret later. Playing it safe will never get you where you want to go. You have to take risks, speak truth, and expose yourself to criticism if you want to live a complete and fulfilling life. Let's all keep that in mind as we work hard to improve ourselves. Well, here we are at Healthy Daily Practice number 11 in the Simple 30 Plan. Congratulations, you've made it a third of the way through. Thanks for sticking to it. Keep working hard to improve your mental and physical health. You will be glad you did. When I think about the chronic anxiety I experienced some years ago, two practices stick out as having the biggest impact in helping me overcome it. One was improving my sleep quality, which I know I've talked about a lot up to this point. But the other practice was more unexpected. Prior to experiencing the crippling anxiety, I didn't have many close friends. I was social when I needed to be, but I didn't have any deep connections with more than a few individuals. I used to say that I only have three super close friends and that's all I needed. The problem was, all three of those friends resided in other states. So, apart from my wife and kids, I tended to keep everybody at an arm's length. I also used to use the line, I'm an introvert. Us introverts love to drop that line when it's convenient. But being an introvert doesn't mean wanting or needing to live in isolation. It simply means that you recharge by being alone. You still need interaction with other people. Over time, I've come to believe that introverts don't necessarily hate being around others, but rather, they want to be around others who share their interests and want to talk about the same things that they themselves enjoy. They just tend to be selective talkers. It's funny to see how fast your shaky beliefs can change in crisis. When I was at my lowest, I was desperate, and I started frantically reaching out for anything that might help including family and friends. I started inviting neighbors over just to hang out and talk. I also started calling my mom and sisters, who live in other states. I started calling and texting old friends and even newer friends who I hadn't yet taken the time to get to know. Much to my surprise, they were all happy to hear from me. Now, I didn't tell everyone I talked to what I was going through, but I didn't need to. Just having a friend or a family member to talk to was comforting because my anxiety was at its worst when I was alone with my thoughts. Those that I did share my struggle with were understanding and sympathetic. Some even knew exactly what I was talking about because they had experienced the same type of anxiety at some point in their life, and they were able to provide me with the encouragement and support I needed. This practice of reaching out to friends and family on a routine basis started to feel enjoyable, and I could feel the mental health benefits. So even after my anxiety went away, I continued doing it, and I still do it almost every day. I'm still consistently and pleasantly surprised by how fulfilling it is just to talk to or text a distant friend or family member. These conversations make me laugh, give me energy, and help me feel more connected to the world around me. So, I want you to feel the amazing benefits of this practice. That's why the next healthy daily practice in the Simple 30 plan is reach out to a friend or family member every day. This can be as much as a brief phone call or as little as a text message or a message on social media. If you're already doing this to some extent, then great. But make sure you're attempting to make some type of connection 
every day. The goal is not to let an entire day go by in isolation. Now, when presented with this daily practice, I've had a few clients ask about coworkers. Good question. We've all likely had a coworker or multiple coworkers who have also become good friends of ours. My answer is this. It depends on the type of interaction you have at work. If you work in a very busy, fast-paced environment, or if you have the type of job which isn't suitable for personal conversations, you might not be making that friend-to-friend connection every day. Just talking business doesn't count. But if you work in a place where personal conversations are easy to have at times, then yes, those would certainly count. Again, the goal is to simply connect with other people and not fall into isolation, which is really easy to do. And let me reemphasize, this does not have to be a big commitment. A quick call, a short text, don't make it bigger than it needs to be. Consistency over intensity. In fact, if you make these interactions longer than they need to be, you'll eventually start feeling the drag on your time and productivity, and you'll stop doing them. So, keep them short, but sincere. Okay, here are a few tips to help you with this daily practice. Keep a list. Yes, keep a list. Make a list of all the people you'd like to stay in contact with. Close friends, new friends, old friends, and family. Create it in your notes app or wherever you keep notes on your phone. If it's more effective for you, write it out on a piece of paper and place it in a highly visible spot. I keep a list in my notes app on my phone, and almost every day I glance at it and think about who I haven't talked to or messaged in a while, and then I either call or text them. And again, I've never had someone act like I was inconveniencing them. In fact, it's now reached a point where half the people are calling or texting me first. And the list keeps growing. Every time I meet a new person that I really connect with, I add them to the list. I think anyone can make the time to do this at some point during their day. Personally, I tend to have longer commutes, so I love making calls while driving. And yes, hands-free only. When I had a full-time job, I used to make my calls and send my text messages during my lunch break or while waiting in a car line when I picked up my kids from school. I think if we're paying attention, we can find those little moments throughout the day where we can quickly connect with somebody. This practice only takes a few minutes, and the benefits are worth it, and that feeling you get after communicating with a loved one gets addicting. I can't tell you how many amazing things I've learned and opportunities I've uncovered just by staying consistent with this practice. Most importantly, staying connected with loved ones is critical for good mental health. As you're doing this practice, remember your new identity. You're not just someone who reaches out to people every day. You're the type of person who values deep connections with others because it brings you wisdom and energy. If you have any feedback for me on this or any of the other healthy daily practices in the Simple 30 Plan, please email me at dave at simple30plan.com. That's dave at simple30plan.com. All feedback is welcome, but please be kind. Also, if you're interested in a personalized approach to implementing healthy practices into your own day, I offer one-on-one sessions to people who want to build a customized plan that fits into their unique schedule. Email me at dave at simple30plan to book your free initial consultation. Join me next time when we squash that unnecessary evening cortisol. I'm Dave Taylor. Thanks for listening to the Simple 30 Pod. Thanks to the band Blackbird for providing our intro and outro music. That's Blackbird spelled B-L-K-B-R-D. Check them out wherever you stream music.